Good dusk, good night, good dawn. We're taking a trip to the midnight hours for this episode. Even though we're at the brightest part of the year in Britannia. Oh well, it's time to sink our fangs in and drink deep of another manga. On that time, I started a podcast to read trash manga with my friends. And actually, most of them were trash, but some of them weren't. A.K.A. The Trash Manga Friends Podcast, episode 59. Did I seriously just get reincarnated as my gag trash manga? Today's episode sponsored by Dom Donalds. You know by now what this show is. Three people discuss two volumes of one trash manga. And yes, for the first time in year three, it's a manga. Diablerizing what's good, what's bad, and what's trash. I am your forever host, Blood Red Sean, joined by Fright Mike and Nosferatu. How are you both? <laughs> I liked Nosferatu. <laughs> going to say that was a good one. <laughs> Thank you. I... No. No. No? <laughs> Just no, can we uh, not? Uh, there we go. Ep- episode over, I guess. <laughs> What's wrong, old man? How How is your... You're a year older now since the last record. First of all, I'm kind of shocked this is our first actual manga of year three. I mean, it's only like episode three of year three, so... Yeah, but we've just been avoiding it until this point, and <laughs> after this one, I'm not totally okay we did that. avoiding it. Apparently we have. I, I wish we had. Because <laughs> goddamn... I am recovering from a night of self-bodily betrayals where my body decided to do a thing which I didn't know was humanly possible and wake me up multiple times over the course of the nights with hiccups. Apparently you can get hiccups when you're sleeping. I that that's yeah, that's what happened to me. I was like, oh cool, it's like six AM guess or five AM or whatever it was and guess I better just be hiccuping the whole time. I'm mostly a nocturnal person, but when I do decide, much like the manga, but when I do decide to sleep at night, I want to actually sleep through the night. That would be fantastic. I don't need these self-betrayals that I'm apparently inflicting upon myself. You guys betray me enough. When have I ever betrayed you? I don't know, most of the episodes of this podcast. I have never done anything of the sort. You knew what you were getting into. I do remember there was a very early episode, we're talking three or four or something like that, right. where we, we did a manga where you heavily implied it was, when you told me about it, you heavily implied that it was a slice of life thing, but it turned out to be a Saw-esque thing, like a Squid Game situation. Oh, Friendscape. Uh, that's the one, uh, yeah. Right. So that was a betrayal right there. It was a game about friend, friends being friends. D- yeah. It was a, effectively Squid Game before Squid Game was Squid Game. The show, not the game, which I assume is a real game. Kind of, I guess. It's about a load of kids going into debt and doing things to try and recover debt. It's totally Is that getting an anime this season? I didn't actually write down what it is. Uh, yes, I think it's this season. It's Yeah, I believe that was episode four off the top of my head. So if you want to listen to us discuss Friends Game or Tomodachi Game, which is either animated or getting one very soon... Check that so out. I, yeah, I think there's quite a few series from this season that we've covered. Like like the professional host I am, I haven't made those notes, but also I blame Mike because we were supposed <laughs> to record last week. Well, it's like, I think uh, off the top of my head, there's Mario Seca is one. We'll, we'll get to it. As it yeah, yeah, anyway, there's a, there's a few things we've covered that are getting anime either this season or season just gone. There are including what we've covered this time around. So are you both ready to take a trip to the night? Uh, yeah. 
Wow. Okay. <laughs> I know I know which episode this one's going to play out like. No. So, <laughs> this time around, we have done Call of the Night, a.k.a. Yofukashi no Uta. This is a rom-com manga that's been running since August 2019, so there's 11 volumes of it in Japan. It is written and drawn by Koto Yama, who is also the uh, author and artist behind Dagashi Kashi, a popular series from a few years ago. It's been licensed by Viz, so the first seven volumes are available to buy now. Uh, Volume 8, I believe, is out next week as this goes out. And there is an anime airing now, part of the uh, illustrious Noitamina block. It's the Noitamina show for this season. Probably it means it's only going to be one core. It's been done by Leading Films, and I believe High Dive have the rights to stream this one. So not on Crunchyroll or Netflix once, over on High Dive. But Phil, take us, take us into the night, and how many times can I make that same joke? Take us, take us to the midnight hours. What is Call of the Night all about? It isn't Midnight Hours Persona. That's the Midnight Channel. He, uh, no, sure. no, it is also the mid- You haven't played that one yet. Oh. Play the damn game people voted for, Mike. You can't make me. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. Do the manga thing. This follows the story of Yamari Ko as he has become disillusioned with his daily life. He has stopped going to school and, as a result, finds himself unable to sleep at night. So he decides, well, why not just go out at night? See the world at night. See all the ones it has to offer. As he then meets Nazina, who shows him all the wonders of the night. And that's all I'm giving you. That's all you get. To, be, to be clear, not prostitution. She's a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Mike Spot. Yeah, she's, I don't she's fucking care. To, to be fair, it's like end of chapter one. Find it that one is. Out. Like that, yeah. that is like the core. The, the, core the, her being a vampire is not a hiding point considering here's the first <laughs> like, because I own the first volume of this physically. Here's the blurb, <laughs> line one Nazano is a vampire. Oh shit, spoilers, blurb. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that's pretty spoilery. <laughs> but yeah, also, end of chapter one, it's like, oh shit, she's drinking my blood. <laughs> I, I I have no problem with her being a vampire, and I don't have any right, problem right. with it being a wrong. It would be a bit weird if you did, considering you are, yeah. uh, not that our viewers necessarily know this, but you are a big gothic horror storyteller. Yeah. It'd yeah. be a bit weird if you were like, no, I hate vampires. <laughs> no, or, I'm you know, absolutely... any supernatural element, cough zombies. <laughs> I have no problem with th- with her being a vampire in context. I have no problem with the story. I have no s- problem with the setup. Right. I, this I is just, building up to uh, you having a problem. It it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't go anywhere. Nothing happens. It's why does nothing keep happening in these manga, Phil? Why, why do you keep happens? giving? Why do you keep giving? Not, me boring lots of stuff manga happens. Manga. What nothing the fuck happens. Are you on about? Oh no, he doesn't become a vampire because that's the end goal of the story. No shit. It's so stupid. It's everything is <laughs> everything is bad and stupid, Phil. Why do you why do you do this to me? You know, no, I just can't wait for the next episode because <laughs> Well we'll get to that in oh. a couple of weeks. We'll get to that in a fortnight, yeah. Yeah, but, but yes. The reason why I say nothing happens. Right. Is this has a pretty decent setup, honestly. And of which like, we've talked about very little. Yeah, like uh, to be clear, like the setup is actually pretty decent. Kid has insomnia, 
I guess. What do you mean, I guess? <laughs> well, I guess, I'm just saying, I guess that's the best way of explaining it. He doesn't sleep at night or doesn't sleep really late into the night. And he's been sneaking out of his house. 14-year-old kid, of course. Standard yes. anime age. I would say younger than standard anime age, but yes. On the cusp. Uh, 14 is pretty average. I would yeah. say it's normally 16. No. <laughs> it's in normally case, high school rather than middle school. In any case, this kid has been sneaking out at night because... Reasons? It's just like he likes the quiet of night or something like that, and he just wants to be outside at night. Like It's never clearly defined why he wants to be outside, I don't think. Well, I think it's just he does it that first night and he ends up enjoying it. Yeah, so sure. he keeps doing it. So he just goes out and he doesn't like do anything really. He just wanders around and I guess that's fine. Going for a walk is fine. He just likes the atmosphere of the night, I guess. And this isn't in a edgy, like dark lord, I am the knight kind of situation. Oh, like, no, no, no just... one yeah, no one yeah, no one is overly emo. Yeah, this is just a dude walking around mostly. And he Got, he's thinking, oh, if people are out at night, they're drinking a lot. Maybe I should try a beer. <gasps> scandalous. I mean, he, he is 14. He is 14. It's very scandalous. And bearing in mind, in Japan, the drinking age is 20, I want to say. 20 or 21, I think, off the top of my head. Don't think it's 21 because it's younger than America, but I think it's 20. 21 in America? Bloody hell. Yeah, in some in parts some of the state. state. Most oh, okay. states, I want to say. But, right. Yeah. But yeah, it's. So he goes to a vending machine to get beer, which I did not know existed before now, but they have everything the, in vending machines the, the in Japan, it makes about, sense. Yeah the, yeah, the memes about there being everything in a vending machine in Japan are pretty true. Yeah, like, it, it makes sense, just never really thought about it. Like, you, you can find underwear in vending machines. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the, that's the standard one, people say. No, stop reminding me of that. <laughs> the used underwear machines, yeah. <laughs> Complete derailment of what I was saying, but I also saw a thing recently, which is train ticket machines in japan at least in some places if you get stuck with what you're doing or you need a problem someone just pops out of the wall so they have they have ticket train technician machines which is funny but yeah uh he also he gets this beer and as he's going to buy the beer i don't think he actually gets it uh someone pops up and says "Hmm, you look a bit young to be drinking that and he's like oh no i've been caught but it turns out it's this girl whose name i've already forgotten and he just spends the night running around, walking around with her, and then eventually invites him back to her house for something. To sleep. To sleep. Just to sleep, clearly. Sleep. Even though she starts by immediately taking off her clothes, for the most part. And I know she's just wearing she, that she under She takes her off coat. her coat, Mike. <laughs> yeah, it. but she's also... That's the only thing she takes off. <laughs> implication is otherwise, considering how... No, she's very clear. They're just mm -hmm. going to sleep. Yes, she is very clear about that. And then she's... Then just as he's falling asleep in this strange person's house, as this child is falling asleep in this strange person's house of indeterminate age, uh, she starts to bite on him, like, oh, she's a vampire, oh... But this is not your grim, dark, gothic creature of the night esque. It's, it's not Dracula. Violent. Yeah. This is this thing is so. It's also like... not Twilight. I want to cut that one. Off <laughs> yes. Sure. It's, it's it is well, also Twilight's not Twilight. like light and fluffy, but also edgy. This isn't edgy at all. Yeah. This isn't your edgy vampires. This isn't this is your as light and fluffy as you can get to the point where 
you never actually see any blood or any biting you, you on see some blood. You see both of those. <laughs> you don't see the active like penetration of the neck. Yeah, you don't girl. you don't see the teeth going into the neck. Yeah. No, you, you never see, see that. Blood. That's always just off panel. It's not necessarily off panel, they'll use shots to like there's one where she's clearly mounted him over him in the bed and you don't see it because of the way their heads are positioned. But yeah, that's yeah. that starts off this manga as he's completely fine, of course. But she just likes his taste, I guess. Yeah, and she's then very specifically his blood tastes nice because blood is food. Blood is food, but also sex. But also sex. Yeah, kind of, kind of I mean, going to that as well. That's Kotoyama's style more than anything, based off Takashi Kashi. Yes, it's... there is an underlying veil of lewdness, even when there isn't necessarily a it lot of lewd ba- stuff going on. So basically, it's because after he's gotten bitten, he's like, mm-hmm. "Holy shit, I'm a vampire now!" And she's like, "No, why the fuck would you be a vampire?" Of course. Because you know, not how that works. Not not how that works in this world. In this world, to become a vampire, you have to be bitten by a vampire while you are in love with that vampire. Well, that's the thing. I'd... Is it just that he needs to be in love, or is yes. that they both have to be in love with each other? No, just no, he has way. to be in love. Okay, that's still that's weirder somehow. <laughs> How's that? That somehow that's worse. Uh, How's that bad? I'm not I, saying it's bad. You it's just, just said it, worse. <laughs> it just feels weird. I I can kind of see what Mike's getting at, I guess, because it's unusual, it's, but it's yeah, not like, bad. I, I wouldn't say it's bad by any means, but you know, if you said like, "Oh yeah, they both got to be in love with each other," I'd be like, "Oh yeah, you know, sure, why not?" And then you say, "Oh no, only the humans got to be in love with the vampires." Like, oh, okay, I guess. <laughs> makes it a that's, bit. That's a choice. <laughs> makes it a bit stalkery, but besides that, I mean, I wouldn't be worried about stalking if I was a vampire. To be honest, I guess. But... Vampire... Also, the vampire still has to bite them. So if it was stalkery, also the vampire that, yes. would just be mm-hmm. like, "I'm going now," and then leap into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go yes. now. My planet needs me because yes, she can fly because because vampire. she's a vampire, I guess. And yeah, that's basically the setup for the rest of the manga. It's him trying to fall in love with her as he goes out every night, and they meet up and they become friends. And it is a journey of self discovery for our lead character. Yes, it's a boring journey of self discovery. <laughs> like you find everything boring. I find your face boring. I'm aware of that. Aww. Exhibit A. <laughs> it's, it's just... That's pretty much where all the plot development stops. Uh, not necessarily. Like, you do... Like, I can see from your perspective why you think nothing happens. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we do get... Essentially, after this, it's basically chapter of the week type thing. It's basically... New night, let's go hang out and do thing. Just pretty standard, fluffy, slice of lifey type thing. But then you get chapters where he's like, oh man, she's done this thing. I think I'm in love with her. And she's like, nah, you're fucking dumb. You're you, not in you, love with me. You because do get you... the, the whole like lust versus love dichotomy, yeah. down, which is hilarious to see. Yes. Like I've got, I've done it. I'm in love. <laughs> it, it's Here's my biting. neck. Bite me, laddie. <laughs> I, I do love those panels where he's just like striking a really dramatic pose, like, "Hey, babe, check out my neck." And he's like, "Oh my god, you're so sexy right now. It must bite so you." Lewd. <laughs> so lewd. So neck in public. 
And then afterwards, he's like, How oh, do you yeah, not find I'm that vampire. funny, Mike? How is your heart so cold? But that isn't comedic to you. <laughs> it's not a cold heart. It's just you do it once. It's it's kind of funny. You do it like fifty-two times. It's like okay. it didn't do, do it, it fifty-two. It did it like okay, twice. Fifty-four times. <laughs> it did it twice. Did it twice. Yeah. Ugh, it felt like a lot. It did. It did it twice because it happened after they kissed, and it happened after the bath chapter. The of course, yeah, because they go to a house. bath house. <laughs> yeah, you you get sort of that, and I I can see where you're coming from, and I would say. If that was literally all this manga was for however many volumes Sean said it was now, then yeah, yeah, I, I would see where you're coming from. But getting some that is, serious, that is, yeah, serious it, it, rent a girlfriend vibes. No, 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 <laughs> no rent a girlfriend no, because no, Phil knows rent a girlfriend's trash. This is <laughs> I mentioned at the top. This man. is based of like I know what way this guy is going. Uh, it's going down the flyby to the moon path because I think this is brilliant. Yeah, of course you do. Because it's hilarious. The characters have brilliant chemistry. They don't. It's engaging. What, Everything Mike's saying is absolutely they don't have good crack. chemistry, Mike? I just think the whole thing idea is a little forced. I believe these two are friends. Sure. Sure, yes. I yes. believe that. I don't disagree with that. The implication of the manga is that these guys are like on the verge of being lovers of being in uh, love with each no. other no, no, I, I never, never got really that. got that implication it's like, I I did. Did. the implication that, that is that's where it'll goal. end yeah <laughs> and it just seems very dragged out because of it I'll agree in terms of like the long term narrative yes not a lot necessarily happens in that but there's a lot of mini arcs in this where they introduce characters and do beats and like here's someone from your childhood like a person who you haven't really seen a bunch of time and you gave them I have no idea why, but gave them a random pocket watch, watch thing. He didn't give it to us. Oh, I'm, he, I'm he, well aware of the specifics, yes. but uh, it was more like, yeah. like there's lots of mini arcs like that to break up the fact that there isn't necessarily huge amounts of progress on the long term arc. And I will say, like volume three onwards, it does it does bring in bigger arc. Well, it, it does. The volume two ends with the classic. Uh, I, to solo stricken world godly knows but like look at all these characters in the future like yeah they're basically all like the next yeah. volume oh <laughs> they, they are recurring characters okay so he gets an even bigger harem then uh well spoilers i guess <laughs> because yeah this one can't help itself gives it another harem as well I'd, I mean, I would say no. that's 99% of rom-coms. I would also so would say I, and not, I hate it. <laughs> I would also say not really. Kind like, of. They, they kind of imply our main character is aromantic, I guess. Kind of. I don't think they go as far that he's ace. I think it's more he's just disinterested. Yeah, like, they, you see, like, one of the reasons he basically stops going to school is a girl confessed to him and he's like, sorry, now I'm not interested. And then he gets starts getting bullied for it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's necessarily he gets bullied, but some of her friends are like, why, "Why did you do that?" She's like really upset and crying and blah blah blah. And he's and he's just like, "I don't care," because in in the nicest way, should he care to an extent? I mean, if he doesn't care, he doesn't care. So it's, it's not exactly. like he's like, "No, you're ugly." All right, it's just like, "No, no, I'm not into you." He's, sorry. he's just not. He's not interested, and yeah. it's like. Don't don't go out with someone just to be nice. 
yeah like yeah just because they are interested in you does not mean they need to be interested back which is part of, was part of my problem of the whole needed to be romantically involved with or need to be in love with the vampire thing because <laughs> you're in love with them they're not in love with you a rut roll well because i think the whole point is obviously it's alluded that nazana doesn't really tend to drink someone's blood more than once because you know basically the whole point is she does what she's done with co our main character lots of people she's just like hey want to want to come back to my place and then while they're asleep just sucks the blood and then never sees them again kind of thing yeah because the manga is very very clear to draw a comparison between blood sucking and sex so she very much treats most of her let's call them victims as sure as uh one night stands kind of thing yeah in that same respect K- kind of i mean to be fair i do like that dichotomy between the leads as well of uh <laughs> like nazana yeah will make lewd and et- et- etchy jokes she's, she's the vulgar old man yeah but um as soon as you start talking about love no that's that hard that she's, she's, that she's stop. pure and pure, yeah like no no whereas stop, i can't Whereas Ko is like, stop making sex jokes, God, but we'll happily talk about love and romance. So it's, yeah. a, it's a fun dichotomy between the two that Mike no doubt hates. Yeah. I have no real problem with that particular point. Although I am now thinking, is Here this a go. stranger danger thing? Like, how yeah. old is she? It's never stated. Vampire, in what so we've read. X. <laughs> <laughs> never 10, stated in what we read. Yeah, that's, um, rural. <laughs> I don't know, is this stranger danger? This feels I mean, stranger danger. I would argue it's stranger danger regardless of her age. Sure. But it's quite literally Hey kid, wanna come back to my place? And sleep here. Mm. I mean, I know the whole like nine thousand year lolly old girl thing is like a traditional archetype, etc. etc. I feel like once you've entered the rounds of supernatural, stranger danger stops being as prevalent because at that point you're dealing with something non-mortal. But one of them is well, yeah, no, yeah. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I also think the big difference, in a way, is that she's not trying to make anything happen here. Yeah, sure. he's he's the one trying to fall in love with her. She's just like, "All right, you do you. I'm just going to keep sucking your blood because you're goddamn tasty." Say, Mike mentioned earlier, oh, it's a harem. To be clear, so we only there are only really four main characters in this, and even then, one's only literally I, in, like the last I was chapter. Going to say three, but all so, right, yeah. But basically, only it's only the childhood friend who has ever really implied to potentially, and it's not confirmed or anything, potentially have feelings for him. The other two yeah. are just like, yeah, he's a dude. I'm curious who you think the other one is. Is uh, it the, the girl from the, yeah, from the last chapter? I mean, there's, there's literally only like four characters in, though, in the whole thing. So Yeah, yes. I, well, it's more just in case I was forgetting someone. No, no, no. So there's, there's, uh, we've mentioned Ko and Nazana. There's Akira Asai, who's the friend. Uh, yeah, the childhood friend and neighbor. And then I'll give her name, but don't expect it to ever bring it up again. Shirakawa Kiyosumi, who is a. Uh, the office y- lady. Young adult working office lady, yeah. Yes, I, I didn't bother putting her name down because I know how yeah. little relevance she has to the future plot. She, she shows up for a chapter or two, and there's a we- admittedly, this is one of the weird bits, because it's essentially how volume two ends, with Ko going like, it's fine, I'll make you a vampire, and I'm like, hey, you know what that declaration means at this point, right, buddy, that you have to make her fall in love with you? That's a bit. <laughs> that one's a little bit, 
Again, he's a child, but come on. He is a child, and she is a, as she points out, a ten years old work age yeah. adult. Yeah, as they point out multiple times, and so something. Yeah, it's like oh, oh, that that's a rock roll. It's it's less the ages for me. It's more. It's one thing for him to say, I'm going to fall in love with you, that's fine, but then to be like, no, I'm going to make you fall in love with me to save you, I'm like, uh, that's a again, little more. <laughs> again, I think it's not that big an issue because it's he's it's the one that's thing. saying it. <laughs> like, it's not the other way around. It's not them saying, going to make you fall in love with me. That's sketchy AF and illegal. I mean, this does come after an entire chapter of him rubbing on her. Giving her a massage. Yeah, same thing. For the um, record, considering... Sure, but the phrase implies very different things, Mike. <laughs> I, I also want to have this up. So there is, like, a point towards the end of, like, Volume 2 where, yeah, they reveal one of um, Nazana's ways that she was able to get people to... that she could drain the blood of was that she ran a sleep clinic, I believe is the phrasing, which is yeah. the PG version of a, a Japanese massage pilot, wink, basically. Mm-hmm. And... To be fair, considering there's a lot of like very lewd roads you could go down to and a lot of uh-oh roads, it plays it mostly like on the high road and mostly straight of like, no, no, this is just this is just massaging. Like, There's no happy endings here. That is sort of like a recurring theme to an extent with Nazna, isn't it? It's like, let's go do this theme. It's like, oh my god, that's so fucking lunch. Like, no, I'm being deadly serious. Like, yeah. why, why would you think there's anything more to it than this? Yeah. And I mean, heck, I mean, the fun part, because you see her dressed up in, like, the traditional, like, nurse costume and all of that, you're like, oh, yeah, of course. But then later on, you see Ko in it as well, when he has to go do the massaging. So it's like, oh, okay, equal yes. opportunities. Equal opportunity kinky nurse outfit. Got it. <laughs> Comedy, Mike. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly I'm in the minority here. As I said, this is fly me to the moon all over again. I never found this funny at all. I was so bored the whole time. Nothing happens. And it's just like, look at this funny thing. Okay. Like, honestly, the funniest thing in this entire thing is that chapter we were just talking about. I can't remember why this happens, but for some reason at the end of the chapter... They like quick. We need to get rid of this person and <laughs> oh, vampire yes, because she's basically she goes to the clinic. She's already been once before, mm-hmm. and she's just been out with work colleagues, boss, whatever. And it's like two a.m. Yeah. and she can't sleep. And she's like, "Oh, I went to this place before. It was really good. Let's see if it's still open." She goes there, gets the massage, and then a phone the way that you're doing this whole work. preamble like it's going to justify what she does. No, I'm I'm just <laughs> clarifying the setup here. And then basically her phone rings, you know, it's 2am, and she's like, oh, that'll be my boss is telling me I've got to go into work to do something. So I, I need to go kind of thing. And she's like really upset, crying like, no, I don't want to, hate it, it sucks, hate my job, blah, blah, blah. And Ko, the main character's like, no, we have to stop you from leaving. You, I can't let you go. Clearly you hate it. And he's like, Nazna, quit. Stop her. And she's like, all right. And then yeets her out the window. Straight out the window. This is, yep. yeah, this is the uh, second instance of Nazna's solution to some problems in life be, ah, we'll just throw you off a roof. Yeah. Yes. She does it to the main character earlier in the story. It's apparently quite effective. So I don't I really mean, blame him for it. I mean, being faced with impending death <laughs> <laughs> makes you think about things, you know? Put stuff into perspective a little. 
but Mike yeah, I mean, didn't find sure. that funny. So no, I know. did. That, I did find that. No, funny. Mike said that was one thing he specifically okay. did find funny. My bad. Yeah. Right. And to be fair, they also then do point out at the very end of that chapter, like who the fuck's calling you into work at two a.m. Yes. Yeah. Which I, is that, that pretty is reasonable. <laughs> she is implied to use the Japanese term to work for a black company, basically somewhere which just has horrible working conditions. Oh, okay, right. I was going to say, no, I, I definitely got that it was a terrible place to work. I just, even then, I struggled to see why you would need someone at two in the morning. But. Uh, well, yeah, there's, there's that as well. But yes, the, the implication being it is one of these black companies, as they call them, basically like loads of overtime, high pressure, like constantly got to be doing this. You've got to be at their, the boss's beck and call, probably really shitty pay as well. You know, stuff like that. Not pleasant places to work. It doesn't sound super fun, no. Yeah. But uh, as I say, it's, it's riddled with like neat little funny jokes throughout. Like, I loved that at one point they make a Mario Kart reference. In fact, not just the Mario Kart reference, a <laughs> yes. blue shell reference. <laughs> yeah. As yeah. gets very angry that she gets blue shelled. It's like, yeah. She was about to hit top 50,000 in the world. <laughs> And then there's another joke. Um, that's the littered with comedy. If you've ever seen Dukashi Kashi, you'll be well used to this sort of stuff. Yeah, comedy. it's sim- yeah. similar comedy. Yeah. Like, at I, one point, yeah. they're discussing because they want to find a way to get in contact. And <laughs> they're like, well, we need to get you a phone then. And like, ah, do I really? Wait, I've got a phone. Hold on. And there you go. And she pulls out, ye olde brick. Brick yeah. doesn't even begin to describe it. This is like first-generation mobile phone. <laughs> <laughs> like the size of your forearm. Ah, uh, dear. Yeah. What our first mobile phones would have been in our generation, but uh, if you're younger and, than us, three, probably never seen one like this. <laughs> and then he's like, well, all right, fine. Carry it around then. And then I can ring and she's like, I'm not going to carry it around. It's massive. Her <laughs> uh, uh, excuse for not getting a smaller one is they're just going to be smaller in the future. Yeah. To be fair, that's similar to my. Like, I have only had four. I'm on my fourth mobile phone in my entire lifetime at the moment because what I don't give a shit about the constant unnecessary upgrade cycle and all that nonsense. Like, you need a new iPhone. No, I don't. That was an aside. That does give you an indication of a lower threshold for her age, at least. Yeah, she's at least from like the 70s or something. Yeah, something like. So. Yep, she's at least uh, too old. <laughs> too old for this. <laughs> too old for this boy. I mean, so you you want her to be as a vampire the same age, Mike? Is that what you're saying? I mean, and similar. None of the implications nice. that go through that. I mean, I would prefer that she at least go after age-appropriate targets if it's supposed to be sexual in nature. <laughs> okay, right, okay, right. Mr. So Gothic what, Horror. So, so when Dracula comes along, who's like 9,000 years old or whatever, who's he going after, Mike, to stay alive? Someone who's over die? 18. <laughs> I mean... Uh, nah, it's inappropriate. It needs to be at least a thousand. You know what? I'm going to go say, ahead and say it. Hot take. Dracula, Vlad the Impaler. Inappropriate. There you go. <laughs> I've said it. It's out there I, now. I was going to say, that there is also that big difference. Dracula is, you know, a bad guy. <laughs> he is also an antagonist, yes. Whereas Nazna is not, especially... Nazna is just a girl, basically. She, yeah, just, 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 just a lady. lady. Yeah. Honestly, the vampire part. Vampire. Honestly, the vampire part doesn't 
really come into this all that much. He does a bit, but not As- aside from the central premise of our main character trying to become a vampire. No, not not in any great. That's the thing. It's way. not a story about exploring vampire powers or vampire power struggles or anything like that. It's there. Kind of to tie into the whole act that it's all set at nighttime as well, because everything we see is set at nighttime. There are no daytime yeah. chapters, as it were. I've got no problem with the framing, it always being at night. That's totally fine. Totally happy with that. I think one of the reasons why this thing frustrated and bored me so much is because they've got this pretty decent setup, this pretty decent premise of boy trying to start a relationship with nice vampire in order to become one himself now that's fine but they don't explore that central premise it's all about just two dudes trying to be friends like that's it nothing to do with the the central premise at all but see i'd argue it's better that it doesn't get bogged down by the whole mechanics of vampirism Uh, mechanics god no you do see allusions to it like you see her fly you can see that she doesn't have a reflection at one point in the bathhouse, they show that. So they do make off remarks of, like, vampire bits and pieces and what the powers are, but it's never like, oh my god. Like, for example, we still have no idea if she can walk in the daytime. That's kind of not, my problem. But... Like, if you're trying to start a relationship with someone who can literally only exist at night, that is an angle to take a story that this one's not interested in doing. The whole not having a reflection, how are you going to live in society together with stuff like that? not an issue uh her actual literal bloodlust not explored like there is so many angles you can take to having a relationship with a vampire as a human like i would argue buffy the vampire slayer does it surprisingly well see i would argue in as the counterpoint to that bear in mind it's only a one-sided relationship she's not trying to necessarily change her life for his benefit but she's still on board with it and she's still on board with the thing happening and she still very much acts like she's in a relationship with him, even though they constantly say they're not. They very much act like they are. And so there's no exploration of any of these things. He doesn't even explore what it would mean to be a vampire. He just one day says, I want to be a vampire. I'm like, uh, all right. Why, though? Like, cause he because he likes the night? Being, yeah. Sure, just be awake at nighttime. <laughs> you don't need to be a vampire for this. Because does he want the fancy powers? Never explained. Does he want an excuse to bite people? Never explained. Does the he want the freedom is, of immortality? Never explained. The implication is that if he stays human, he will have to live in the daylight, as it were. But that's the thing, they never... Like, society would dictate that he would have to be... Go to school, get a job, all that sort of stuff. He wouldn't enjoy the freedom of the night that he's come to love. See, the fact it's, that you can he's, infer he's depressed that... and wants to free himself from those shackles of the day. As it were. You guys are inferring that. It's never once looked into. It's never once thought about. It's never about. explicitly said, no. But it's... The, I mean, the I would argue this is there. a lot of this is about... Yeah, a lot of this is implications and inferring. Like, I've got no problem with... Because impl- a lot of it is about like, emotions and feelings rather than cast iron. If you don't drink blood in 24 hours, you'll die. Okay, I'm really not advocating for mechanical (laughs) bloat here. Definitely not. What I am advocating for is some exploration of the premise. Like, you could absolutely take this story, a lot like a few of the manga we've read, 
you could take the story, you could take out the vampire stuff wholesale, just remove it entirely, and just be about these two kids, one young adult, one 14-year-old, whatever, and they meet each other at night, and they form a relationship, and the story is about that relationship. And you could just take out all the vampire stuff entirely, maybe remove the parts where they're flying as well, because that wouldn't make a lot of sense, but kick off buildings and stuff. You could take that stuff out and just have a story about this relationship, this budding romance, as it were, <laughs> the people they meet on the way. But they made it about a vampire, and they don't explore yes, that. because, again, this is one of those cases where I'd say, yes, in what we've read, what you've said is very true. In what comes later, it does not in any way hold up, though. Like, in, partic in particular, if we, if we got to Volume 3, all of a sudden, you're getting a lot of the stuff you're complaining about addressed in some ways. Okay, that's fine. I would also highlight, from what you've said there, Mike, and maybe this is just me. Again, this will be everyone's open to interpretation here. I think it was mildly creepy if it was just a 24-year-old, say, and a 14-year-old at night, as opposed to a vampire and a 14-year-old at night. I mean, maybe, yes. I mean, I still think it's creepy regardless, but if it was a one-sided relationship in the same way, like he's trying to fall in love with her, then it makes it slightly better. Not great, I agree, but slightly um, better in well, that Well, I think regard. the difference is because she's a vampire. Age is only a number to her. <laughs> no, that's not what I was going to say at all. <laughs> I was going to say, it's basically, I think she even says this at some point, they, they've effectively got a contract of sorts going at the moment where he's trying to fall in love with her and she just gets to suck his blood every night which is tasty, tasty blood, and it saves her having to find someone to drink their blood, basically. Like, I understand... So for her, it, it is also a means for her to eat, and she, she's not trying to make him fall in love with her or anything. She's just like, you do you. I'm just going to eat, as it were. I get that. And if anything, this is also a vehicle for him to come a little more out of his shell like we see from when he there's a couple of chapters I think or it might just be one chapter where they go to a pool and he's actually around yes. other people for once there's obviously him reconnecting with his childhood friend and all that which is only really facilitated because of this relationship and him starting to come to terms with himself like again that's fine I've got no problem with that existence in this I've got no problem with that as a story hook but it has nothing to do with the central premise the central premise is there for seemingly at this point no reason? And you say that it's. But I would argue that the central premise is that self-discovery. Like, heck, there's a line that they make about how if he's going to fall in love, it can't. He's got to be careful not for it to be like affection or idolism or anything like that. So he has to try and be her equal in that regard. I think you get. I think that self-discovery to me is the premise and is the plot. The plot behind the plot. To me, that yeah. doesn't seem prevalent enough to be the the fourth the foreground of this it doesn't seem like it's strong enough of a motivation for someone to continue reading this because it happens so slowly and repetitively as well and you guys said that if that stuff i was complaining about if all the stuff i'm complaining about gets fixed in volume three that's fine but by that point you've already read near 20 chapters of this like, that's a slow burn of a start. And it's difficult to want to be on board with something that's so slow, so repetitive, and so 
like so so like light and airy to the point of it not really having a leg to stand on in my opinion it's just difficult to want so you to want be it grim involved. dark like is what no i don't want grim dark i want some <laughs> reason to exist <laughs> like i want the reason that they that i want them to pay off the hooks that they're putting out there I want them to pull you're, on those. You're lights. asking them to finish the story, Mike. Yeah, pretty no, much. I'm asking, I'm asking them to give some sort of foundation to a story. I'm asking them to start a story. All right, really okay. So, in that case, Mike, here's my question for you then. Because obviously, you can't just end volume two with, and then he's a vampire at the end. No, I don't want that. What would you have wanted? Like, give me a story beat that you would have wanted, say, in these first two volumes. To I would try want. Contextualize your issue, I guess. I would want some sort of recognition that what this kid is trying to do is permanent potentially potentially horrific in the existential sense uh, and just some sort of reason for wanting things to go this way or some sort of major development in this relationship to the point of it becomes its own story beat and i don't feel like we get that because I feel like, I just feel like these two are friends, and I totally believe that. But that's where it stops. And after that, it's just wacky hijinks, which I don't feel are particularly fulfilling. I think what this comes down to is this is pretty kind of stereotypically slice of lifey in, a, in these two volumes. Sure. Vampire stuff notwithstanding, I guess. I mean, it can still be a slice of life, just it's got supernatural. Yeah, yes, but the, <laughs> the the point is more, you know, put put aside. The, the, people these two volumes are mainly things. about yeah the chemistry yeah. of the two. Yeah, it's it's that. establishing yeah. their relationship, and I really don't have whatever a problem you with want that. to call it. You, you'll have a lot of problems with this, Mike. For someone who's saying <laughs> no, I don't have a problem I, with that, I'm trying to explain what I'm actually thinking. I'm trying to explain what I'm saying. If they got married at first sight, would that make you feel better? No, that made me feel much worse because that's just dumb. <laughs> like the actual speed of their relationship is fine. I've got no problem with that. But the manga is determined to say it's about something that it's not. You're wanting this 14-year-old to have an existential crisis about becoming a vampire is what I'm hearing. I have no real problem with this relationship and the way it's progressing. What I have a problem with is the fact that they set up such a... Well, I'm not going to say it's a unique hook, but they set up this hook and they don't seem interested in paying it off. It's literally just a story of these two and their friends now and some silly things happen on the way and they meet other people. And as Slice of Life, that is actually fine. But they just don't seem interested in paying off the thing they're trying to say they're going to pay off. And I don't mean pay off in the sense of he's a vampire now, yay. I mean a sense of some sort of progression toward that goal. And the progression they, they the put forward is... The whole point is it's like a normal relationship. It's not like you've got to hit certain milestones and then yay, you're Again, in love. I'm, it's, I'm not it's, advocating... They're hanging out. They are advancing their relationship by just being around each other. I would also say that the end of volume one is kind of like, don't, don't get me wrong, it's not a massive step or anything, but it's a small step of like, I've done it, I've cracked it, I'm in love. No, no, you're just lusting after me, boy. That's That was just the kiss. Calm down, dear. Calm down. So this, is where it feeds, this is where it feeds into the repetitive thing that I was talking about, where it's like every single 
chapter seems to end the same way of like, I'm in love now. No, you're not. No, no, that literally like just that ends the volume one bit. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't mean like they literally say it. I mean, that's the feeling they try to give off in every chapter. I, I don't even uh, get disagree. that feeling most chapters. There's definitely him trying to come to terms with it in each chapter, so to speak, but I don't think it ends with him going, I've done it, I've cracked it, I'm in love. That's never the... Outside of, like, that stinger where she kisses him, that's never really the implication I get. I mean, she doesn't even really kiss him in that scene, and that's kind of the joke. Uh, I mean, but, no, um, she... They, they I mean, do she does. The, then, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, because there's a... Bas- the the Viz one does it slightly differently to the fan translation one, but the Viz one basically just ends with like him saying like friends don't kiss like that. Oh, the fan translation one. Is the the one fan I translation assume- one is shite because I went through it when I was picking images for the show, and it's like friends don't kiss, and I'm like, all right, that get lost. <laughs> um, right. I, I I assumed I read the fan translation version because they enjoy I mean, I'm it. Assuming you don't own the Viz book. Sure, um, but it's. <laughs> Because they had this habit of whenever you'd say the word sucked, they would say it was two C's. Yes. Like, oh, yes, we Funnily are enough, Viz don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm surprised. I'm also assuming, you know, Viz didn't constantly call Nazna a slot. I, I don't know, maybe. Don't think so. Outside of maybe like one time, I don't think they do. I say constantly. It was only a few times, but yes. I just think they're like, oh my god, you've sucked other people's blood, you slot you. I don't know, I, I'd call people sluts for that. I, yes, but you like, would call people sluts for anything. Yeah, I would. Like, if someone likes getting hugs, they're a hug slot. <laughs> I think the difference there, the difference there between, especially between official and fan translation, is that official ones might do this as like a one-off joke, whereas fan translation is like, ah ha ha, let's, let's pull that one into the ground. Yeah, fan translations, this is not a problem with this manga specifically, just fan no. translations in general. They're like, look at this joke, now let's repeat it in every other chapter. <laughs> like, okay, you did the funny ones and now you're ruining it. Because weirdly, translators, by as standard, are not generally comedians. They're not generally writers themselves, they just translate the thing. So it's not really their job to be funny. So it happens. Okay, so... In talking with this thing with you guys, I do see some of your points a bit more. That being said... This isn't panning out like Fly Me to the Moon at all. What? (laughs) That being said, it was still kind of boring. Like, do you guys agree with that at any point? That this thing... Like, it was very dragged out. I can understand your perspective from that sense, because I know... I know you. (laughs) <laughs> I say, I, like, knowing I your opinions on slice of life, I say, I agree. Long-term narrative, very little actually happens. I, that's even in my notes and everything. That pacing-wise, it, ha- it yes, utilizes the- its mini arcs to make up for the fact that the long-term goal is going to be very slow. And I would say, as as I have said, like this is one of those really unfortunate situations where two volumes doesn't do the series justice in some ways. Because, as I say, like even Volume Three addresses a lot of your problems. See, that is actually a big problem in of itself. I love the format of this show because two volumes would absolutely be enough. I agree, especially uh, to be fair. Like I've not read Volume Three, but I do agree with that perspective of, especially because I think this runs for about twenty chapters or so in two volumes, and by that point, 
if you were doing badly, say in show, this isn't a show in jump, so this is a show in Sunday, but generally, like, jump wouldn't even give you 20. If you were doing bad by 15, you're gone. So you do need to get the ball rolling. But go on, Phil. No, I was just going to say, like, I, I understand, obviously, your guys' arguments over that. It's just one of those things where it's like, writing off a series after two volumes when say everything kicks off in volume three just it's it's all it feels a bit shit i wouldn't say i'd write it off after two volumes not not in the totalitarian sense it's uh i would say if i read read something for two volumes like we do for this show and i just wasn't vibing with it i hated it whatever then i would put it down but then if someone came back to me and said like another three volumes down the line, it picks up and it becomes really, really good. I wouldn't be necessarily be against going back to it and reading. Well, more. the the perfect example of that is probably it's not in the manga sit world, but in anime terms is probably Madoka Magica, where I know I watched the first series with like, oh, it's a boring magical girl show. Got it. Walked yeah, away. you, you watch the first three episodes, and you're it's like, right oh, at it's the end of typical. episode three where it snaps, yeah. basically. But basically, yeah. yeah, until like the whole furore went out online of like, oh shit, what the hell's happening in this show? What? Because until then, it's just, yeah, it's a generic. It's st- stereotypical magical girl show. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, that also makes complete sense in the context of the entire run of the show. It makes complete sense why those first three episodes are like that. It's to establish a status quo that it can then rip out from under you and also use later on. Yeah. But yeah, if you're just viewing the bubble of one episode, you're like, yep, that's crap. On we go. Yeah, and it's it's that's pretty much kind of what happens here in some ways. Because like this thing, like I think when you introduced it at the start, Sean, you called it a rom com, didn't you? This felt very rom com. Yeah, it, yeah, it, 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 it does. I, don't don't try and tell me it's neither a romance nor a comedy. I, I'm not <laughs> doing that. No, but I don't know whether I would con- call the series as a whole a rom com, if that makes sense. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't say rom com is its focus as a series. I wouldn't it's say def- it's definitely. romance necessarily in some of the traditional manga ways of oh my god dating no, and all not. of that, but romance is a core theme of it. No, I'm I'm and I'm not disputing that. It's just I think there are other themes that are more central, perhaps, as the series goes on. It's more bumble than grinder. <clears throat> Uh, romance had better be <laughs> a central point of this because yes <laughs> because of what Fuck me. Of the whole vehicle to move yes I'm, I'm again not saying it's not okay. i'm just saying you know you hear rom-com you think ah ha ha we're gonna have wacky hijink rom-com things happening every time where's, where's the fan service phil why is there not fan service in this you rom-com? had a bathhouse chapter there was a bathhouse chapter <laughs> And, but even straight. that isn't necessarily that fancy, because obviously they it's can't show a reflection in the mirror. That that <laughs> no. was extremely tame, yes. Oh. Yeah, like it, it was not very fancy. It wasn't done for like, oh, look how lewd this is. It's like, nah. There was it's no... Like, hey, look, she's looking at herself in a mirror going, oh man, I don't have a reflection. Like, don't get yeah. me wrong, she's wearing a cool, not necessarily sports bra, I don't know, you know what you call it, get up, but otherwise it's not yeah. really lewd in... Like, it'll make lewd jokes, but it doesn't do lewd fan servicey shots. What are you talking about? There's that one chapter where two people nearly hold hands. <laughs> That's the lewdest that, fucking that, thing that in this. That is a thing that sorry. nearly oh, happens. Well, well the, you know, that was a joke. Two, two girls and a guy in a bed. That, like, what I just said was a joke, but that one scene is framed 
like it's about to unleash yes, the is. porno. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is because you've got Nazna going like, ah, uh, uh, tonight we're having two girls and a guy in bed. And it's like, <laughs> oh. To be oh, fair, no. I do also love those because then you always immediately cut to them and then one of the characters, be it Co or the friend, is like, wait, wait, wait we're just sleeping? What? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you, you actually meant sleep. All right. Guess we'll Whatever you're into, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some might say wholesome. Not Mike, but some <laughs> might say wholesome. I don't know if I'd go as far as wholesome. But... <laughs> Fluffy, I think. Because the, well, the, uh, yeah. the other implication is that people who spend the night with Nazana then end up feeling like really refreshed and kind of rejuvenated. Yes. In I don't know if that ties into the vampire thing, presumably. but Never, Nothing's ever explicitly said to that effect. Because one of the more vaguer things that it goes into is that she can read emotions through blood, she, but also that that like, yeah, calms get a, get a the feeling individual. From it. Yeah. And then, yeah, you have Ko says or thinks, shall I say, at one point that he normally calms down after he's had his blood sucked. Yeah. Which he says is probably more just attributed to the fact he's now missing blood. Blood loss, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, blood loss does make you drowsy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Oh my god, I figured out why Mike's so sleepy all the time. <laughs> because I'm being <laughs> sucked all night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well. That, that'll do it. <laughs> That will do it. I mean, impressive stamina, if nothing else, Mike. All night. Hot down. All, all night long, baby. I mean, I didn't think I'd have that much in me, but... <laughs> well, damn. I mean, another thing I do want to discuss as well is the, the art, because um, Koto Yama has a he, he has kind style. of unique style. Like, I, I was struggling to figure out how I would describe the character the style of this, because I, I think I settled on the word gangly, but I don't know if I'm using that correctly. Gangly? Yes. The characters feel gangly, but I'm not sure if I'm using that correctly or not. There's definitely a... They don't feel like standard classic-y manga style, but they also... It's not like, say, realistic, like when we did Girl on the Shore or when we did uh, Look Back. They are skinny with big heads and five heads. I don't think they necessarily have big heads. Just, like, looking through it now, the heads are... Not proportionate to the neck, which is not proportionate to the body. In the nicest way, nothing has the neck proportionate. That's Honestly, true. It's, it's the weirdest thing I've just started picking up on over the, like, the last year. is just necks in anime and manga. <laughs> it's like, fucking hell. Look at the neck on that person. It's just like head on a twig or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like it, it is its own style or their style should i say yeah because uh Degashi, Kashi was similar oh well that's the other thing so like the lead character ko is um very clearly oh, very, just coconuts. very similar to coconuts from Degashi yeah. Kashi. yeah and then uh lead girl nazana is essentially take hotaru and slam her dna into um toga from my hero academia the uh the villain girl and there you go that's her <laughs> i i'm gonna say yes but I've not actually. You don't know watched. what Toga looks like, yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. But Mike might agree with me on that one. Yes. Yeah. Especially as Toga in that show is more of a mildly crazy, insane lady, which very much vibes with how with how Kota Yama does his lead females. <laughs> yes, they are. They do tend to have some quirks to them, don't they? Yeah, both her and uh, Hotaru are. Both Nazana and Hotaru are very. 
beat to their own drum. Yes. Fair. In terms of art in general on this, it's all actually very good. There's enough detail where it's needed and you never feel lost. There's no face blindness or anything like that at all, which I agree would be very impressive with like the four characters we get. But it's it's very, very proficient art and I've got honestly no problem with it at all. Uh, it even does a thing which I did notice. The faces, the eyes always look tired on every character which is important considering the framing of this manga being always at night and nobody can sleep. It'd be very easy to just have people's look having just, like normal ass faces. Normal eyes. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's a good detail that everyone always looks tired. And then when you look in like flashbacks and stuff, they don't. And it's just, it's, it's an interesting, it's a, it's a smart thing to do. And I think there's, it's yeah, there's like definitely that. a mildly disheveled style to the character. That's, that's also one of the, big things about this style is the eyes are done quite differently to other manga and anime. Not massively so, but they're not the stereotypical anime manga eye style. Yeah. It, it is their own style, which is say nice. I, I like the art. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, I feel like not. backgrounds when there's like backgrounds you kind of have two kinds of panels you have the there isn't really a background so you'll have some like pattern tone or something like that maybe or something really really simple just like stars in the sky or something yeah or you have really nice detailed background not necessarily excessively detailed but it's like here's some buildings but actually they look like buildings that you would expect them to be like you can see like the gutters and the drain pipes and they've got fences and weeds growing out of the pavement and things like that you know lot, just enough detail that it actually looks quite nice and like yeah. some effort's actually been put in it definitely does a great job of um well but obviously with everything being at night so it does a great job of shading like not drowning everything in black it does a good job of showing the quietness of the night but also occasionally like at the pool scene how active and lively it can be as well like yeah i yeah i can't complain about the art and i wouldn't because it's good no, no, it's good. I've got no complaints. Does you, did you say? Do I remember correctly that you said this is going to get an anime adaptation? Yes, because that's this why is I'm our doing anime tie-in episode, Mike. Oh, there you go. I see. I know things. <laughs> um, it just reminds me of many moons ago when they made the Akira anime. They went hideously over when budget. They made that little little known movie. Akira. That, yeah, that lesser known movie. It's <laughs> underground. You probably never heard of it. So underrated, don't you know? <laughs> yeah, like. I don't know, something about a giant baby, I don't know. But, yeah, it's, it, uh, they went hideously over budget because of all the scenes they, explicitly because of all the scenes they had to shoot at night, because then apparently I mean, at shoot. the time, whatever the terminology is, draw, draw, draw animate, uh, I feel, I don't know. But yeah, um, feel, feel, smell, yeah, they could smell it as well. Talk, why not, you know? Sure, why not? shit out i don't know and um, they <laughs> wow okay i mean i agree because i don't like akira but go on <laughs> wow Ooh. see that's the hot take of the episode I, 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 you know, honestly, the hot take yeah. is this i have never managed to get through akira because i've always fallen asleep <laughs> I... it's a hot, te hot take indeed actually <laughs> one of the reasons it went hideously over budget was because of all the scenes that were included uh of nighttime 
areas and just night in general. And apparently that was just a thing you just didn't do back then. So I'm wondering if that's less of a problem was, now. Is it because, I was going to say, black ink costs more or something? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know anything beyond I don't, that. I don't know why night seems to cost more. That's specifically why I said black ink and not anything I else. I think it's more that you'd have to fill it all in, like, fill it all in if that makes sense. It's all like the different I feel like you'd have to fill it in anyway, it's just you would be filling it in with a lighter colour if it was daytime. Yeah, Maybe. I guess. You wouldn't have a light sky typically. Yeah, I think that's something to do with all the different shades and colours that you do need, whereas daytime is just blue. Right, less less variance less in the colours. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't really remember, I just remember that. So, if that's not an issue anymore, we've come a long way. Well, no, because it's all digital now. Yeah, it's just like a paint bucket fill tool now. <laughs> done <laughs> so i i would imagine unless for some reason night seems for some reason more time consuming to just make mm. they would cost the same well bear in mind half the way manga works um at least pre-digitally as well was that they have like shade style sheets as it were so they just yeah like, that, that's, shade this with style four shade this with style yeah, that's, six that's, that's, that's what I was saying, like, is pure black that's why i was saying like you've got these pattern tones i think they call them i yeah, might be getting that that's wrong. right it's basically just like, literally, you just have a sheet of a pattern, and you're like, yeah, just slap that on as the background. I mean, you can see, you still see it today in some stuff. Like, for example, yeah, I they, they still do read, it even in a digital format. Last day, I recently but, read um, the because I got the physical version of the Burn the Witch manga, and I read that recently. And they have like, oh man, Bleach. They have <laughs> next, next anime season time though. But yeah, they have like, I'm blanking on the term. What's the Scottish pattern? Tartan. Yeah, but yes. basically they wear like tartan, like um, not ponchos, but tartan like coat kind of things, and you clearly tell it's a pattern. Cause, oh yeah, yeah, because it's always at the exact same like the exact same angle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and uh, it's sort of it looks a bit uncanny against the outline of the coat or whatever. Yeah, I know yeah, what I mean. <laughs> yeah, like so it's, you do still see that yeah. from time to time. Yeah, yeah, it's a. Uh, It'll be an interesting one to watch. I can't imagine that it would be fun to listen to all that much, because I imagine they're going to really overuse that cicada noise that you hear all the time. I so, don't think they will, because... cicadas around time. at night? Yeah. I don't, if I anything, think... why would they not just be more lazy and just have it be quiet? I was going to say, I feel like you're more likely to get silenced to hammer yeah. home, oh man, see how quiet the night time is and why it's so great and well, that's well, the thing you get in this as well. Like, there are several scenes where like no one really speaks anything because it is just a solo character scene, so there's no real need for dialogue, and that kind of works well, well like, there. Yeah, the I think I think they do talk about this towards the end of what we read a little bit. Is they're not really in a big city or anything, so there isn't much of a nightlife where they are, so to yeah. speak. Like they have little pockets of it. So as we said, it's like a chapter where they go to the night pool which is like a party at an outdoor swimming pool or something something like that yeah so obviously there is a nightlife of sorts but presumably it's it's not like a big bustling city where there's still loads of cars and everything's open and you know put, put it like, like this like this like looks like a nice place to go out at night where we live no i'm yeah. good i no, i know no no <laughs> the only reason i mentioned it is because one thing this, the art and a bit of the writing does in this is it makes a very 
it makes it you feel the atmosphere of the night as it were like it's a very central theme at least to the early chapters and it it really does a good job of making you feel that atmosphere so i would feel like an anime adaptation would want to really sell you on those points uh maybe with silence but it also want to use some sort of sound to like make you feel like you are truly alone in a dark yes. quiet place well it's and... also like you do generally expect sound nowadays like having yeah. a scene of just silence is actually a little off-putting nowadays yeah so that would be where that would misstep because the mangrash does a very good job of setting an atmosphere you said near the beginning of this that this was like this is going to be the fly me to the moon of the of the year, and I, I don't think it is really. No, because you're actually slowly turning around on this. Oh, don't go that hour. far. <laughs> I think but, the difference is Mike isn't virulently against it. Let, let, like, considering how it, he yeah. was groaning before we even hit record, and now we're, yeah. in, we're getting towards the end, and he's yeah, like, "Yeah, like, I like the art. Yeah, I like the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, it's not so bad." I mean, I'll yeah. save my final thoughts for summing up, but yes. <laughs> Master of Ceremonies over there hasn't said, has anyone got any final thoughts yet? So I, I can't do it. I, I'm just saying there's been an arc with you this episode where you're not as mad <laughs> now as you were an hour ago. Are you saying I had more of an arc than this story <laughs> did? No. Well, um, it's impossible to say because we don't have the context of the full story. So. <laughs> it's not impossible. <laughs> that just means there was no arc. Sure there was. He rediscovers his childhood friend that he's not seen in four years. What more arc do you want? I'm not doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to play this game. <laughs> I will say, the last the, the main point I really had, tying into the vampirism, so this is less about the mechanics of vampirism, it's more about the vampires exist, and outside of the initial shock characters on behalf of like, oh shit, you're drinking blood. Everyone seems very cool with just vampires existing. I mean, Akira calls Nazna a monster pretty much any time they talk. She refers to Nazna as monster more than a few times. I, I guess. still very but, casual like, with it. Yeah. Like, yeah the, she calls her a monster, but is, they also but... go get a coffee together. <laughs> no, no. Akira gets coffee. Nazna yes. gets beer. Yes. And then doesn't pay for it very specifically. I mean, she's a bajillion years old, probably. Why bother? She, she is... An age. What are they going to do? Throw her in jail? Oh no, she'll die in there. Uh... But the, the point is, like, everyone seems, after initial shock, everyone seems remarkably cool with, oh, you're a vampire. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they get on board real fast. <laughs> I mean, in the nicest way, someone reveals themselves to be a vampire to you. What else are you going to do? You're just going to be like, all right, I'm just going to. I don't know. Smile and nod it's as I gonna, slowly walk away. It's going to take me longer than five minutes to get my head around vampire existing. Especially uh, with the how big of an archetype it is, obviously, in one society. But... I mean, you wow. never really explained it. Maybe all of the, the, the gothic horror tropes exist in this world already, and Maybe. just it's a known thing. That's the thing. There's, weird, no, there's but... no address. Of, yeah, there's also no addressing of like do werewolves exist as an example or anything like that not that i would necessarily no. expect that to be again i don't necessarily want this to get bogged down with that because it there are supernatural elements but it's, uh currently it's not a supernatural story so to speak Apparently they're irrelevant that's not true they're set dressing which as we've covered in many past episodes drives mike ballistic if you're not utilizing i will, I will also say the supernatural elements come more in 
Like, yeah. From this point. But not in two volumes. Yeah. I don't know. She flies. That seems like a pretty big... She's fly. I, like, she stops him dying after she kicks him off a roof because she's She can flying. walk through walls. Yeah, that one just gets casually that dropped. Once, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which again, get I like. casually dropped. Yeah. It's just... Literally, you see a stick in a head through a wall, and yeah, it's that's most it. it's it's mostly ignored. Yeah, to be fair, that is also because it's again like last chapter, penultimate chapter that happens. Like, sure, but, no like, I get, I will... but yes, it's it's not addressed in any way. Yeah, but uh, I think that was that was the last major point I had to make on this. I don't know if uh, I know we didn't obviously go much into the Akira thing, but I think that's also a nice plot arc, but. I won't drag this down with the details of that now. Does anyone else have anything they want to go into? God, on the, the first world? few chapters are God. so fucking repetitive. <laughs> like, no, the, first, the few, first few. Well, it's like they... When I say in this particular context, they are constantly reminding you in just, like, the dialogue boxes. Like, they have to recap every single chapter for the first four or five chapters. That annoyed the fuck out of me. Like, for the first I'm little assuming... while, they're just like, "Let's recap everything." Oh, I'm a, I'm a guy. I go out at night, and the vampire. Bear, bear in mind, Mike, in the context of a magazine. I was, was going to say, I'm a... assuming this is like a. This is new in series, Sunday. yeah. So yeah, new series. You might not have read the first couple of chapters at this point. We'll like give you a most, quick recap, and most series with anything more than human mechanics, as it were, will generally do a brief recap to. Normally, like, first few chapters, you probably do, like, a quick page, like, here's the basic premise, like, very basic, just so you're not completely lost when you get into the rest of the chapter. It just annoyed the heck out of me. Also, I'm looking at this now, like, chapter two does, uh, I'm gonna say two, maybe three panels of that. Yeah, too many. (laughs) Should be zero. Half a page. Yep, that's too much. I hate it. Burn the whole thing. I, I mean, <laughs> make your choice, viewers. Who's the crazy one here? <laughs> it's, uh, it's also, I'm, assu- I'm assuming you're looking at like literally the first page of chapter two there, Sean. Oh, I have the book open right in front of me right now. So yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's literally like, bear in mind, this would have been like a week apart if you were reading it in a magazine. That, so it's yep. like, yeah, just, just as a general reminder of what happened at the end of the first chapter, which was a week ago. Panel yeah, one, just, explaining just what a vampire is, in case you don't know that. Panel two, explaining how vampires multiply in this universe. Or in movies. There you go, done. On we go. <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> pages and pages. And then they do it again in chapter three. That's what I'm looking at now. Let's uh, have a look. Chapter three. Uh, nope, not mentioned in chapter three. Uh, page, page three has a little A panel. Vampires, they suck blood. Blood is free. Then again in chapter four. Oh no, not that giant artistic shot. How dare no, they? No, not not that one. I don't mean literally the first one. I mean like it's three pages in or something. He's lying in bed. But yeah, like okay. he's like, and this is the premise again. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. How dare a page be dedicated <clears throat> to that? It's also setting up his introspection for later in that chapter. I say later in yeah. that chapter. It was just repetitive. The continuation of that chapter. Why, why are you guys fighting me on this? Just go with it. Because just... <laughs> you're wrong. Just for once, be cool. No, like... we had the be cool. But I agreed with you back when we did um, Shikamori, because <laughs> that was literally nothing happened. Honestly, that, not... 
That is another thing I need to say in this thing's favor. Right, right. Is even though this tries to do the light and airy kind of thing, it never goes that deep into the into the idea. Like it never it never becomes Shikimori. It never becomes pointlessly cutesy. Uh, it tries to try to stay weirdly grounded um, in reality. Weirdly. Almost. It is weirdly got, grounded just because of the, the premise again. I, I but... get what you're saying, but I, I wouldn't say it's weird. You can have grounded supernatural shows. Sure. And I know that seems like a weird contradiction, but you know, you, you can have it is an otherwise normal world. There just happens to be supernaturals. Yeah, that that's that's pretty much it. Uh, this ties all ties into the the fact that I hate the pacing of this thing. It's glacially slow, and I don't feel like it'll ever wrap this thing up. I feel like it might keep it dragged out forever, and so nah. like he'll never become a vampire, for example. Very well, in the last chapter. There'll never be a last chapter. They'll do it forever. <laughs> they, they they're, they're, they're very much <laughs> probably a last chapter. Nah, never last chapter. They'll get to like the seventy-sixth volume of well, Will They Won't They, and then it'll get cancelled. I wouldn't be surprised if this wrapped up in a handful of volumes at this point. So, like another twenty volumes down the line. Nah, but I mean, it could go on for another twenty volumes. But with what's been happening at the latest point of the story. I've got no clue what's happening, but based off of but, like yeah. from what little I know of Kotoyama and from what lot I know of rom coms that go on, you can drag these things on as long as you need to, or you can have them yeah. be as quick as you need to. You can, and that would be my concern. It'll it all depend on how it does in viewer polls. Let let me save it the effort, Mike. It's not Rent a Girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, sure, but nothing could ever match up to that that standard. I mean, yeah. How how could anything be as that beautiful disaster. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> tragedy told in a million parts, yeah. Uh, uh, don't worry, the Red to Girlfriend discussion will come up at the end of the episode. Don't worry. <laughs> Guess sure. what's also back this season? <laughs> Yay! I mean, <laughs> just to derail and go on a Oh no, just here. to depress Mike, that'll be one of the most popular shows this season. Of course it will be. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. There is a manga I've recently threatened to have us do. Not the one Sean's probably immediately thinking of. No, because you've uh, already shut that down. So. <laughs> yes, it's not, it's not going to be next one. Anyway. Wait, wait and see, folks. <laughs> You'll know. But there is a series. It is a big rom com series at the moment, which is like up there with Rent-A-Girlfriend at the moment. Kaguya. No, no, wait, that's good. No. Harami rom com series. I believe it's got an anime airing at the moment, which, you know, uh, I say at the moment. At the moment for us, so last season for anyone listening. But it, it had, like, an interesting central idea, and it started out not too bad, and then it's, like, I, I don't even know how to describe it. So, like, Rent-A-Girlfriend, there is no progression in a way as oh, that no. goes on. Is, was it was it a sequel though, or was it was it an original? Mm, I think it was the first season. Okay, it's not Data Live. Cool. No, it's not Data Live. Whereas the problem this series I'm talking about has is every episode he suddenly decides he's 
the main character decides he's in love with a brand new character. Cool. I say brand new, like obviously new. And it was like actually really weird in the um, last couple of chapters because it's basically like him and the girl, like, yeah, we really like each other. And you're like, oh, so clearly they're going to go out now. And then, like, a chapter afterwards, he's talking to who was established to be his crush. He's like, go out with me. And it's like, but, but what about all the shit you just said? Literally <laughs> five seconds of what? No, but what is this? And, and that's just that manga. What I've learned is that Phil read the world God only knows was like, I like this. I want to find more series like this and has been depressed ever since. Do you know what's depressing? I bet I can probably buy the series I'm talking about and I can't buy the world God only knows. Yeah, but you can't buy the Gashi Kashi either. So, you know, I am less concerned about that one. Like, I, I like it. it. Its ending was not great. Well, but uh, was... enough. Earth Tangent team will tangent more about anime in a little bit. Uh, does anyone else have anything they want to go into on no. Call of the Night? I, I want to die. You want to die? Well, yeah. Oh, you want to become a vampire? <laughs> no, not like this. <laughs> how, how would you want to become a vampire? What, then, what, if you could pick a fictional vampire from a fictional vampire universe to become Mike, which one do you want? The one from that one key in Peel Stirt. I yeah, don't sketch. think I've seen that I've one. I've not seen that, so... Look up the uh, Key and Peele uh, vampire sketch. Nah, I'm good. It's a good one. I, I will at some point, I'm sure. Well, there you Can't go. Can't go now, wrong with Key and Peele. Now that we've cheered Mike up a little bit, let's, uh, let's track him back uh, down one more thinking time. Thinking of fun things. Oh dear. So, in that case, as we always do, we end these episodes by asking questions free. So, Mike, would you read more? Would you buy the official release from Viz for Call of the Night? And will you be watching the anime that airs this season? Ugh. No, not a good enough answer? Okay. Nah, it's slightly I'm, I'm going with that to no for all three from Mike. I mean, it all is... I'm saying is that Phil will go into more detail than that, so... <laughs> it is a no thank you to all three. Because while I absolutely yeah, thank you, so <laughs> yeah, I absolutely understand that this is not the worst thing we've read by any metric you could possibly use, but it was so slow and so boring, and they didn't do anything with the central hook. The whole like the whole vampire part of it is, is pointless. Why bother having a story hook if you're not going to use it? And you say it comes into play later. Cool. It didn't come into play in like twenty chapters. That's too long. There's that's enough setup. Just just make something happen. Keep me invested. And I just wasn't invested. Instead of this progressing characters past the point that we got them to, they introduce more and these char- other characters they introduce seem to be throwaway, meaning that the whole every plot arc they had in this was as equally throwaway. And they just made it so I wasn't endeared to it whatsoever. Combining all those things together, just this was a slog for me. And yeah, I know, I'm not the slice of life guy. You guys know I don't like that stuff. But man, this wasn't this wasn't the one to change my mind. Which And having talked about it with you guys, I get that my personal biases were probably coming into play a bit more than they should have. And... So I understand that, and I can walk back a few of those points. 
but my central problems are still the same. And that has not changed. And I will not be reading or buying this. Maybe like I wouldn't turn it off if it was on like on a, like a TV channel or something, you know, but I would never seek it out. Never seek out the anime either. But I recognize that maybe I'm in the minority of that one, at least with us three. I definitely am because this one is not bad. It's just definitely not for me. And ugh, as I'm, I said, I would, I would argue from like what you want from a narrative is realistically not what a slife is ever going to provide. You just call it a slife. I did. I've never yes, heard that before. Life. No, life. I got it. <laughs> I just never heard of it before. I have also not heard that one. Yeah. Oh, it's are a... we are we making terms up on the show now? No, because I've, I've taken it from somewhere else. I wouldn't have invented that. But uh, <laughs> I'm not that creative. God. <laughs> yeah, we just critique these things. We actually don't make anything. I mean, we'll get to what we're making at the end. But, you know. <laughs> so, yes, that's a no thank you, but you'll go ahead with it kind of thing. I understand if you like this. Ca- carry on without me, son. Yeah. No, no, you just go, go on ahead. I'll stay here. <laughs> yeah. And, and going on ahead is, in fact, what I did, because uh, I already own volumes four to seven of this. Uh, sadly, right. haven't, haven't been able to buy volumes two and three yet because they don't <laughs> exist in any local bookshop and Amazon want me to pay RRP. I'm good, thank you. Fucking but, uh, classic. As soon as I can, I will be, because this is top 10, maybe top 5 for me of what we've done on this show. I uh, 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 fucking okay. adore it for me. Definitely wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I'm still impressed in some ways, but at the same time, I know how you feel about most of the series we've covered. <laughs> we, we all have different favourites, yes. But, we, uh, we do, but all the same in some ways, it's like, yeah, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, because it's brilliant. I love the characters. I love their chemistry. I love the vibe. Yes, in terms of a long-term narrative, nothing fucking happens pretty much, bar one or two tiny points. But in terms of the moment-to-moment, it's phenomenally engaging. The artwork, as we've already covered, is brilliant, and that was something we did all universally agree on. Yeah, I like. Unlike Mike, I did enjoy most of the comedy about this. I didn't necessarily find it repetitive in the way he did. So I was really on board with that. I was on board as I brought up for the episode, but it doesn't really get bogged down in the premise, so to speak. She's a vampire. He wants to be one. There you go. We don't need a dichotomy of vampire power or explanations or supernatural power struggles, etc. I think it manages to feel surprisingly nuanced at the time with its inflections into characters' emotional psychologies and all of that. Even if it then can also then immediately pay off for laughs by going, suck me, baby. Suck me good. But... Yeah, it's like it's not necessarily a way, way, way back when we did ethics. Don't get me wrong. This isn't that. This isn't that level of inflection analysis or anything like that. It's teenage inflection analysis. But um, for what it is, especially for a series in the shonen genre, it works. So, yeah, I am very much in love. Very much annoyed I can't now can't buy Dagashi Kashi because I would have done that too probably, or at least bought a volume to check it out if I could. So, yeah, I do highly recommend this. And, well, I bought it. So there you go. Would I watch the anime? Yeah, a bit more on the fence. Lidden Films, off the top of my head, aren't a top-tier studio, from what I recall. And the fact it's gone straight to High Dive instead of Crunchyroll on Netflix is a little... Maybe it's got nothing to do with show quality or anything, but it's definitely a little bit of like, well, that's, that's a bit more awkward. So it would depend how well it's realized in an animated format. 
it would be something I'd be interested in, but I feel it would probably be better in manga than anime. This isn't like a heavy action-based series where you get the benefits of motion visuals. This is much more about its atmosphere, and that arguably is better realized in a, in a still format than a motion one. But hey, for all I know, it'll turn out great, and uh, you'll see me tweeting about how much I love this show. But um, time shall tell on that front. Either way, I've bought in, so heck yeah. Phil, buddy old pal, will you be buying this? Will you be watching this? And would you recommend Call of the Night to people who aren't Mike? Uh, I might purchase it. I think after what's happened with Tagashi Kashi's ending, I'm a little wary. But I would have no particular qualms over buying it, shall I say. Uh don't know about streaming it, watching it, should I say. Uh, I, I don't know if it being animated necessarily is going to bring anything particularly new to this, outside of just enjoying it being animated, to whatever degree of animation it gets. But maybe I might check out an episode, see what it's like more than anything even if not necessarily planning on watching it long-term. I say long-term, however many episodes it gets. And as for recommending it, I yeah, I, I could see recommending it. I think, sort of as I've said, like the big thing I would suggest with this is, with this series in particular, I would say give it three volumes if you can. It really, So I think that third volume really does make a bit of a difference on how you might end up feeling about it uh, is the main thing. But yeah, I, I think if if you enjoy Slice of Life, if, if you don't mind something like what we've discussed, go for it. it it's a good series in that space, despite what Mike says. Absolutely. And uh, bear, bear in mind, it's also shown in Sunday, so Phil likes it by default. Look at all the stuff we've covered already in this show. Uh, if I've learned anything, it's like, while I'm a Shonen Jump guy, Phil is very much a Shonen Sunday guy. What with you, are Double OA and Hatha stuff and Kami. Uh, all being yeah. Sunday series. No, I, I wouldn't point to Double OA as anything in particular. But you read but, it. But yes. <laughs> Point is, you don't read Mr. One Piece, but you'll read You Are Double OA. One Piece isn't... No, that's the point. No. Uh, one one piece. One piece right, is yes. junk. No, it's, for some reason you said one piece, and I said one piece. I was thinking one punch man, and I was like, but one punch man's like monthly. Yeah, if that. I don't know what it is in off my head, but yeah. And I don't, I don't think it's shonen. By all that logic, what kind of guy am I in terms of manga? Um, uh, <laughs> you're you're probably. I mean, you're probably reading Sinon because it's too like shonen isn't edgy enough for you. So, oh, I need the edge, do I? If it's not mildly grimdark and like have, because Sinon generally has more serious plot progression, whereas Shonen is more designed to be sold on a weekly format. We don't so, I, I like my Dragon Ball Zs. That's that's the Dragon Shonen. Ball Zs. So, no. so you, are you reading Dragon Ball Super? Not currently. There you go. <laughs> have you read any Dragon Ball Super? Not currently. <laughs> Will you read any Dragon Ball Super? <laughs> Not currently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel that answers that question. 
Not currently, no. No, no. no. If you want to go down that path, you just ask Mike what he's reading outside the show, and then not currently. (laughs) Not currently. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. But speaking of things you could do outside of this episode of the show, you could go back and listen to some of our old ones, because obviously there's a whole bunch of anime airing this season that we've already talked about. So, uh, girlfriend, let's say girlfriend, girlfriend. Wrong one. That's good. Rent Debatable. a girlfriend's back. Better than rent a girlfriend. Oh, rent sure, a girlfriend. I'll give you that. I mean, you know, a... that's the bar, yeah. Oh, dear. I, I still wish I could buy girlfriend, girlfriend. But, um, yeah, rent a girlfriend is back for its second season. If you're watching it, I don't know why, but, you know, you can. If you're watching out. it, you're watching it for the same reason all the other people are watching it with Shizuru. I, I, I don't know, I've seen comments. Don't people watch it for like the brilliant plot progression, Phil? Like, uh, it has oh. to be ending soon, right? Oh, like... <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I could say things. I could say things. <laughs> I won't. Uh, yeah, so yeah. If you want to listen to us discuss that all the way back, episode one, scroll to the very bottom of the feed and there it will be. And you can start listening to all the episodes all over again. Uh, so that's airing. What else have we got? No, that's actually good. Call of the Night, obviously, that we just discussed in this very episode here. So if you've just tuned back in and been like, wait, they discussed Call of the Night, just hit that back button a bunch and then uh, start <laughs> listening to it. <laughs> what else have we got that's airing this season? Uh, Black Summoner. Black Summoner, yes, is also there, for which was episode 20. It was yeah, the first episode of year two. 28 or 29, around there. As, as for, like, find Trash Stack in the tournament one, then go to the next episode, and there you are. Black Summoner, a uh, bog-standard isekai. Exactly is, average. Exactly <laughs> average and exactly what I asked for. But you know, the sad thing is, bog-standard isekai doesn't even really stand out in an anime season. Like, that's just, yep, there's another isekai. There's like 10 of them. Uh, riddled, riddled with the thing. Literally, I'm on the list, and the next, scroll down to the next thing, which isn't something we've done, but it has the word isekai in the title. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> They're everywhere. There's some SAO thing happening. There's always some SAO thing happening. Yeah, we don't I need know. to announce that. Yes. Uh, there's there's lots of anime and there are actual, you know, not terrible animes you can check out as well. Like um Ah, uh, I forget its English name, but Hataraku <laughs> Mayo Sama's back. Surprisingly for a second season, considering it's been almost a decade, I feel like, since the original. Uh, Devil is a part timer. That's it, yes. And I remember distinctly finding that pretty enjoyable when it first came around. So, very surprised to see it back. But, uh, hey, here's hoping that does better than Rent-A-Go. It won't. It, it won't. Unlikely. That's because all the bad things do good, and all the good things get cancelled after four episodes. Yeah. I mean, heck, if you want good things, Made in the Abyss is back, finally. And that was anime of the decade tier when it originally aired, so... Watch no one watch that again. But uh, yeah, lots of, a lot of anime. So go, go check it all out. Alternatively, you can check out us on our individual places, such as Mike over on twitch.tv slash Isn't that right, buddy? No. Good. Awesome. <laughs> then uh, you can't see the almost bronze medalist inscription player. Almost bronze medalist speedrunner. Yep. That, that feels like a burn. It is a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that now, if anything, you should be more motivated now to get that bronze medal. So when this goes out, I sound like an idiot because you're already <laughs> third. Uh, I guess. <laughs> yep, I'm twitch.tv slash berserker. I play video games, a lot of inscription speedrunning if you're into that. But 
I play other things as well. And then you can find me at Twitter at same name as twitter dot com slash at slash at I think I nailed that. Did I nail that? Perfect. Buddy. Perfect. Yeah, I think I nailed that. Yep. Go go check it out. You'll be able to see, as we say, plenty of inscription speed running. Considering the very short length of time between this being recorded and it going out, to put this in context, Girls of the Wilds is already out as we record this. It is, yep. So uh, probably still playing Elden Ring at this point. But, uh, <laughs> probably. Might finally be starting I mean, <laughs> a couple of other games soon. I mean, I remember when Mike was like, I'm going to finish Elden Ring next week, and that was like three That's weeks good. ago. That was, that was a while ago, yeah. It's hard. It was brilliant, because he was like, I'm going to finish Elden Ring soon, and then stop playing Elden Ring for a month. It's yeah. hard. Mom, why is this FromSoft game so difficult? Guys are being real dicks right now. Yes, and if you want to see me being a real dick, at SlazoKing, S-L-A-Z-O-K-I-N-G for my opinions on whatever fun things I've read recently. Uh, I read the Death Note short story collection recently, so you can see my opinions on the C-Kira and A-Kira shorts, which were both, these are great ideas, and then they ended. And then they ended. They literally, literally, one of them just, just uh, frustrating. How it's like, yeah, this is brilliant. Oh, they've run out. Realized they've run out of pages, so they have to stop it. <laughs> really, is kind of that, isn't it? It's like, it did literally comes across. Like, like oh, that. what do you mean? I only get fifty pages, and I'm already on page forty-five. <laughs> if people might think I'm joking. Buy the short story collection. See for yourself. I'm, I'm not. But uh, you can follow Phil at Fanatskian, P-H-E-N-A-X-K-I-A-N, where you can either agree or disagree with the question I'm about to ask him. Phil, cats or dogs? Dogs. Wrong. See, tweet at him, tell him he's wrong. Cats, superior race. Everyone knows that. Right, Mike? I mean, it entirely depends the context of the question. Because if you're talking about, like, riding into battle, cats would just be like, no, and just sit down. Dogs might actually do that. So, you know, context is everything. Context doesn't make a difference. This is true. Including the context of the edit where he said yes. So, <laughs> yes, cats are best. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I'll cut around that. But uh, <laughs> you can follow the podcast as a whole at Trash Manga Cast on Twitter to be notified the moment a new episode goes live. Of course, you can also do that by subscribing to us on your podcast service of choice, whether you like Spotify or Apple or Google or Stitcher or TuneIn. Get on there, hit that follow button, hit that subscribe button, like, rate, comment, tell your friends, all of that great stuff. And also, if you uh, follow our socials, I'll tell you, you probably have the fun bonus between this and the next episode of we should be taking part in a game jam over the next few weeks. Uh, I alluded to making stuff earlier so you can watch how terrible we are when we're actually being creatives <laughs> that'll be fun it it will be fun uh, up until about 5pm on the Sunday at which point I will be screaming it's at Mike over. again no it won't be over because Mike won't have uploaded it by that point <laughs> I... uh, but we'll, we'll have finished is the point <laughs> that's why you shouldn't give me responsibilities I'm pretty sure we don't make you upload it <laughs> either way that fun to look forward to but there's more fun to look forward to as well like the next episode so tell us trash sensei where are we headed next when the sun rises on our next episode oh man all, all this trash about need to do some cleaning up 
so we're gonna do some cleaning with some gals as we read gal cleaning i can't wait to clean those gals a series about <laughs> giaros yeah y- y- yes kind of yeah oh. <laughs> i'll preface this there's a reason i picked this series it was neither the gals nor the cleaning oh, well, no. why even bother that's the entire title down was it the star in the middle y- you know what yeah, that, that's the rating the series gets, if we're being generous. Oh no. Well, <laughs> if we're being generous. Well, uh, the, the fun times end next fortnight, so uh, we'll see you then. Take care, everybody. Good night.